Hey Coconuts, welcome back to another episode of Weekly Market Updates where we scour the net to find worthy financial news for you. Antti and I go back and forth now. Now it's between two stocks, Google or Tesla. Which one should we invest in if we had to pick one? That's our first story. We then bring up NVIDIA earnings. They had a great Q1, we covered it here. We're here to cover you Q2 as well. And maybe a few silver linings. You might see an angle here to invest into NVIDIA. Last but not least, the general market and, and so on is going through a cloud transition. Now, what's next for data centers? And if there is a investability, yes, I'm making up words now, <laughs> how do we get into investing into data centers? Is it stock-based? Is it ETF-based? Is it REIT-based? We cover all that here. Now, without further ado, let's get to it. Hey, Coconuts, welcome back to Weekly Market Updates with me, Rakesh. And Anthony. Welcome, welcome, Anthony. Always, always two of us. Welcome to a fresh week, a brand new one. Yeah, if, if anybody wants to join us, you know, just send us a, a DM. <laughs> <laughs> always, always happy to have guests over. Um, you know, I think, what, what was our previous guest? We had Tim O'Cross, Gavin came once. I think that was... Yeah, Re- Reggie invited himself. Um, yeah, yeah Reggie, yes. Reggie just appears... <laughs> Sudden, a wild Reggie appears. <laughs> yes, but we're more than happy to talk about it. I think we we would look love to have a guest on um soon, given all the macroeconomic and CPI numbers that might be coming out um soonish. So nice. that's something that we are looking forward to. Okay, nice. so coconuts, we we have three stories for you, as per usual with our market updates. Firstly, a little chat on Google, right? Is it a, a potential upside right here? Should we invest in it? Uh, they have just done a stock split or or is Tesla the better opportunity, right? They've given that they have just gone through a ch- uh, stock split. Okay. Second, we're going to talk a little bit on NVIDIA. Right. We talked about it in our last earnings. Love for you to update, right? We love to effectively go back to what we say and say, hey, we didn't know shit, right? Uh, uh, so- <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we, we were kind of correct-ish. And we will be correct, and that's more important. <laughs> sure, sure. And last but not least, we're going to touch on the cloud transition, right? Data centers, what is it about? What's the future looking like? Who are the big players, etc. Right. So uh, it's a good week, I think. Very different to just earnings and earnings call, which is our bread and butter. Yep. And... Uh, I mean, yeah, it, let's get started. It, it, we, are, we are getting to post earnings, right? So so we kind of have to find something yeah. to talk about now. <laughs> In all fairness, though, it is. And, and, and moving into the first topic, we have to find gems, right, for, for coconuts out there and, and for us. And if we find gems, we obviously want to tell you about it. So hopefully yep. you feel the same way. Yes. Um, yes. Please tell us your gems. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just because we are on the podcast doesn't mean you don't want to hear from you. So please tell us your gems. More than happy to cover it. More than happy for you to come on as well um, to to share your gem. Yeah, awesome. Google or Tesla, right? That's yes. that's roughly how I was looking at it because Tesla was okay. taking a lot of news with the stock split and all this this week. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, Google seems like a decent decent opportunity, right? We saw a little bit of a dip on on Friday. In all fairness, though, I think on Friday, everything was dipping. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, Powell, I mean, did you see the meme, right? It was just like showing a picture of Powell with his back in the photo. And people were like, yeah, this is taking a piss on our portfolio, right? <laughs> a 15-minute speech, I think, wiped out billions in, in market cap. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know, love yeah. to have such power. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but I mean, I mean, okay. Even though last Friday was a whole market thing, 
we have seen a little bit of a dip in Google since mid-August, right? Uh, mainly because we knew and, and we covered it in our earnings call three three weeks ago or something. We covered Google was ad market has been down, even though the cloud was growing. It's not really quite of a of a of a big base. It's still very very small, very incompetitive. But I don't know. You know, before diving into why I think it could be a good good idea, mm-hmm. Anthony, you you know about Google. You know these stuff. What are your thoughts on this? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Google is probably the apple of, of the current generation, right? Um, it's it's one of those things where you, you have such a big mode that in, in its core business, right, of, of search that you, you mm. can't really see people displacing it, right? Um, so, mm. you know, search will always be there. They will always be number one with like 90% market share. You will always want to run ads against search. So, yeah, you know, I think they are probably the, the quintessential you know, safe, boring blue chip to, to buy now with, with maybe a bit of optionality in like, you know, cloud and Waymo and, and AI and driving and all, all of that ancillary stuff that they have failed to monetize over 10 years. But maybe sooner or later, you know, they, they will monetize one of them and that will be the option for and that will you know move the needle for that. Yeah. But yeah, to, to me right now, you know, it's probably one of those things which will never die. Right, right. Almost like the too big to fail sort of, yeah, sort exactly. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Is which, which is why they are, what, the second or third largest company in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, for me, it's it's the fact that actually they're, they're running, I feel they're running their business quite well, right? They have mm-hmm. massive FCF, right? Um, and, and actually they're using it to buy stocks back. Yeah. Did, what, what did they pledge in, in, in Q1? Was it uh, 70 billion? Yeah. In terms of, of stock buyback, but they didn't just say when. Um and 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 for me, that's that's quite. I mean, business wise, you would only buy that back if you don't feel there's any better opportunity out there in terms of of opportunity cost for your cash. Um, at least that's the way that I look at it. I think that if the management really believes in themselves and in the growth, that could be a really good good angle or a good confidence booster for for every investor in there. Yeah, I mean, I I'll, I disagree there actually. Yeah, especially for Google, mm. and and you know, I think that there's two parts to it. What one is that what what they did was they authorized seventy billion dollars worth of buybacks, right? So essentially, management has discretion to buy seventy billion dollars worth. They are not saying when they'll do it. They're not saying by when they have to finish doing it. It's just you are allowed to do it, right? So so that's one. And and okay. two is you know I think historically they've been buying back twelve thirteen billion worth per quarter which is a decent amount mm. right um it, it's it's smallish against their market cap but it's, it's a good amount I, I think but what you have to kind of balance that out against is their stock-based comp right because if you work in google they, they are very happy to give you shares as part of the compensation package and i think they, they have been yeah. getting stock based they've been issuing stock-based comp about 10 billion a quarter so that kind of nets off against whatever they have been buying back you know that what they are not actually it's it's kind of just saying okay we are not really diluting retail or current shareholders because whatever new stock we issue to employees we are buying back, right? Plus a bit mm-hmm. of a kick on top that that adds in a concentration. So you know nice nice figures, but I don't know how much of a real impact that is or how much of a real impact that that signals in terms of like you know confidence in the company. Okay, so you feel that is just sort of just not. Um liquidizing if that's even yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, the, they are, the, not, the current they are not actually lowering their share count that much right which is what yeah. you know you, you want buybacks to do because instead of you know one share sorry instead of two shares being worth a hundred dollars altogether at 50 bucks each if they buy back one share then you have one share at a hundred bucks right um, theoretically your value remains yeah. the same 
but now they are yeah. not actually lowering the share count because they have stock-based comps. So, you know, is it that big of a deal? I think that's probably not the case well, it's, historically. It's- it's better. It's better for them to do it, and and it's not really diluting any. any yeah, difference. I mean, it's really the word it, that I was it, looking it, for. It's, it's yeah. not diluting. It, it's good as non-dilutive, but, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, true. Where compared to other tech stocks, for example, where it is actually quite dilutive, super dilutive. They also give right. <laughs> massive amount of tech stocks, right? I think that's that's one. The other one was the fact that. Um, you know, do you see in terms of Google ads, right? No, 90, 90 over percent of the world uses Google. Mm-hmm. So therefore, Google ads actually actually holds that. And I was reading an article that Google ads out of all the other ads are holding up quite well. Yep. Right. And they're trying to build up their own ecosystem. And because there's really no other alternative. And Google is just improving that month on month. Um, in fact, I do know that they're trying to integrate with other systems, other mm-hmm. marketing systems straight away. Um, so then it will be so much easier for people to even use Google ads, right? So more more data will be going to those platforms as opposed to just you have to come to Google yep. um, and, and branching out the ecosystem that way. Now, I think that's a really cool um, expansion, right? Whether it be an, a Google API that they allow or or anything like that, because it creates the ease of use for Google ads. And I see that as another angle where where growth could come in. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess my, my question is how much growth is there really right given that mm. it's already so big like does it move the needle for them because i mean that's another two three percent to, to revenue growth that that's a lot of money right but that's two or three yeah. percent you know that that doesn't change mm. your multiple significantly it doesn't you know, affect your share price significantly so you know i, I think and that's a problem with huge companies like google right it takes so much just to have a meaningful impact Right, that that mm. if if it's one of those companies you you think you want to three four five times your money in in five years, like something has to fundamentally change for them to do that. But just because they are already what one point five trillion, to to double it, yeah. big makes it three trillion. You know that's like the biggest company ever, right? Even Saudi Aramco is smaller than that. So how, right. like how does it get there, <laughs> right? In what world do we get there? And and I think that's the mm. the difficulty. You know, if if you want to be a growth investor, if you want that kind of returns, um, you know, that's the yeah. difficulty I have with stocks like Google. Got it. Um, yeah, I think you're, you're right. It's it's. I mean, we've talked about this, right? It's a, it's a value stock at, at the same time. Um, however, it is. I mean, I I feel that it's you're not looking for it to 10x, right? This is not a, a spot social, which, by the way, I still stand by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, or 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 you know, other other stocks out there. Google is very much a value play, but it's a, a decent one where yep. you're earning decent return in, in that sense. And now, given the fact that it's what the lowest in, in three years, even though the revenue is actually in, still increasing, is is quite a good sign that there could be something there over the next one to two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably what growth at reasonable price, right? In, in that sense, it's still growing. <laughs> you know, it's not something like Unilever where you are growing five, six percent a year. You're, you're growing quite a bit more than that. And at the same time, you have, you know, a PE ratio better than Unilever or Coca-Cola, right? So just on a relative basis, even if you compare to blue chips, you know, they are bigger, they have more cash, they have low, they are better valued in terms of PE, they have more growth prospects, Mm. why not, right? Um, You know, I I think it's good as a cornerstone of your, your portfolio. Right, but but then right. again, we are, we are probably just differing because we have different views on on what types of returns that we we want to get from Google. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's fair. Um, and so, if, if if not Google, what what are your thoughts on Tesla? Then, right? They've just had the stock split. There's a lot, of course, a lot of noise whenever Tesla does anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, t- Tesla to me is like GameStop or AMC. I just ignore it, right? Like, <laughs> I, I would like to buy a Tesla um, once once we get charging infrastructure in place. But at the end of the day, yeah. you know. Like yeah, it's a car company. It, it's EVs. We are probably at an inflection point for EV adoption, which is fantastic, kind of fantastic news um, for for mm. um, for the environment. But at the end of the day, you know, I, and I think we were talking about this in when we were talking about a few months back with BYD and all of that as well. I I don't think it's that certain Tesla dominates the EV market, right? Um, two three years down yeah. the line, even now, you know, they, they have great mind share that hasn't necessarily translated to great market share. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, right? And and Tesla has always been this super richly overvalued stock to me that that I've just not not bothered looking yeah. at because I can't short it, um, you know, but neither can I hold my nose long enough to, to get long. So You can buy so. the reverse, you can long the reverse Tesla ETF. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could we could we could but uh, I mean do, do you really dare to short Tesla against uh, whatever no, mass no. super fans there <laughs> right it, it's like Trump believers you know they're they just kind of willfully ignorant or, or I mean they, they just yeah, come yeah. from things from a very different perspective so so yeah I, I, I don't know I mean I, I know the Tesla bull case I don't quite see it happening I, I know the tesla bear case uh, but you know i don't dare to bet, bet against his legion of fans so so i'm just gonna ignore it yeah. but yeah what about you yeah i think for for me as well it's if i had to pick between google or, or tesla i would pick google right i guess a bit more conservative in that sense um i think in in terms of room to grow as well right because it, it's so much easier to scale that cloud business than mm-hmm. it is to build up a new factory and all that infrastructure that goes with, with building car with the existing competition that's coming through with, with EVs. Um, that's, that's really the way I look at it. If I, again, just only these two stocks as, yep. a, as an option, right? Which is, which is our, our case scenario right now. Will, will Google cloud be, be where it is? Because technically that's the only growth area that I, that I see that could mm-hmm. be, you know, giving, giving that, that number to Google, that, that increase in, in share price to Google. I hopefully, hopefully see that, but I'm, I'm really not sure. Yeah. The good news is they technically have FCF to, to I mean, work look, in until Google, Google just prints cash, right? It, it's like Apple in that sense. <laughs> Whereas with Tesla, I think last or, or two quarters back was probably the first time they, they went into meaningful profit um, without you know mm. government subsidies. So I, I think they are, that's a problem, right? They, they are very richly valued for, or sorry, by Tesla is very richly valued for the amount of results they have actually been showing, right? It, it's, it's still a story that mm. kind of has to prove themselves. Whereas I think Google, you are right, it's more a story that has proven itself. And, and the question is, you know, where, where does the story go from here and how can we keep the story, you know, going bigger and better? And, and I guess besides cloud, there, there's, there, there are, there, there is that, you know, other bets division of like Waymo, which they were thinking of spinning off, which could really be a multi-billion dollar business in itself, right? Um, They, they have done, fantastic things with like gene editing and, and all that with CRISPR. So maybe, mm. uh, sorry, gene fo- protein folding, sorry, not on gene editing. Um, so, so maybe that that's licensable and, and they can do fantastic things with it. You know, I, I think it, it all remains to be seen. It, it, it's their moonshots division, right? So um, by definition, they, they are yeah. not 
they, they are they are quite far fetched. But at the end of the day, if one of them works out, you know that that's going to be brilliant. Big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So so I I think maybe I agree with you. Yeah, Google better than Tesla. Um, yeah, whether you want growth it's, or yeah, you want stability, yeah. no, it's it's Google. Yeah. <laughs> both both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Cool. I think that's just a little case scenario for you coconuts out there. We were just, I was just honestly just thinking about it in terms of, you know, if, if, you know, if I was investing in one of these two, which one would it be? Because everyone's like, yeah. hey, Tesla just talk split. Let's go buy. Let's go buy. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute. That, there has that, to be other was, opportunities. That, that was the there. trade two years ago, right? <laughs> that wasn't a trade. That, yes. That's the trade when everybody's <laughs> pumping and, you know, you, you, you are in the, yeah, you are in a raging bull market. That that's not the case now. I mean, I think what Shopify split and fell, so it's terrible yeah. as a shareholder. Yes, um, exactly. Cool. So uh, please, coconuts, let us know if you like these sort of segments as well, um, with a little bit of numbers, a little bit of, of thinking, a little bit of forward thinking as well, and and love to hear from you. Mm. Awesome. That was fun. Thanks, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. Yes, usual Nvidia programming. Earnings. <laughs> hey. Ah, Nvidia. What, what can I say? I mean, I, I don't we know. Get started. Right? What happened last time? What did we say last time? Well, no, we, we said no. I think this was three months back. They 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 had decent Q1 earnings. And yeah, this was in May. They had decent mm. Q1 earnings. They had they're they going to have terrible Q2 earnings. And lo and behold, they did not lie. It was terrible Q2 earnings. Um, wow. So, you know, I mean, kudos to management. They told the truth, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, so, sometimes you just need silver linings. I mean, at the end of the day, look at the numbers. It really was quite bad. Uh, you know, their, their revenue in, in Q2 was $6.7 so So that's up. 3% from last year, which oh, it's okay, but it's actually down 19% from first quarter, right? So, so it, it really was material deceleration and a lot of it really came from gaming, wow. right? Um, it, gaming came wow. in at two, 2 billion and a bit and it was down 44% from the last quarter. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and data center did well as, as we all predicted. So, so it's up 61% from a year yeah. ago, you know, yeah. that's still great. <laughs> I think what, what was a bit worrying um, was probably two things. One is that their margins, gross margins came down to 40-odd percent, you know, which in most contexts is, is quite high. But for NVIDIA, you know, they, they were reporting 60 plus 70 percent gross margins over the past few years, right? So going back down to 43 is like, oh, come on, this is terrible. Um, and, and I think last year <laughs> was their forward guidance as well. You know, it, I mean... They had 6.7 billion revenue this quarter. People were expecting them to have a bit of a growth to 6.9 next quarter. But they said, actually, guys, you know what? We are going to guide to 5.9 billion. So they're going to drop another oh, no. 15, 16%. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, 11%, 12% in revenue oh, quarter right. to quarter next yeah. next year, next quarter as well. So it, it's not looking great um, in the short term, I would say. So with... A couple of questions with the gross margin dropping, right? What was yep. the factor? Was it the gaming revenue, or was it the cost increase in energy and coal and transportation? Um, and I think else? it was partially the gaming revenue, right? Um, it, it was partially. I think they, they took a one-time impairment charge of hundred plus million, um, for for inventories. Mm. So so they kind of built up stock, right? As as everybody did with the supply chain issues, and and realized that oh, you know, we have too much inventory now. That's too bad. So 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 they took then that meant that they they took that hit on on gross margins this time around, right? Rather than waiting for for it to to somehow flow through the balance sheet again. Yeah, 
but you know, I think they 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 management are saying that look, this is this reduction in margins at least it's kind of short term, you know, and yeah, within the few quarters it it should recover back up to sixty, right? Yeah, because they don't need to take yep. the impairment anymore. Yeah. Okay, and the the guided was the the guided that they have technically uh, in terms of revenue and expectation to decreased is because of gaming again did they cite um after covid issues or like everybody's going out and not building computers or stuff like Um, this like what what, what did they say i I think they said that and and i think this is partially why i am still quite optimistic they they said look you know they're essentially going to launch a new generation of gaming cards um end of q3 mm. so so end september i think they, they have they have this big event lined up which everybody's expecting them to um issue to to launch the new gen so, so and because okay. of that launch you know they, they have been kind of seeding the ground for the launch so it's about clearing all inventory now right because you don't want that your excess inventory to to kind of crowd out your new launch um, and, and partially mm. because people kind of expect the, the new launch to be out and, and you know, it, it tends to be quite hotly anticipated. Wait for the new one. People wait for a new one, right? So so you have to clear stock mm. at, at discounted margin at discounted prices, you know. Partially, I mean management didn't say this, but everybody's kind of thinking, Oh yeah, crypto slow down, so nobody needs miners anymore. So uh, GPU down that, that's probably expected. I, I, I don't quite buy that, but whatever. You know, um you, you need narratives anyway. So you know, I, I think that that is what it is. Got it. So in that case, this could be a good opportunity, right? Given that they are gonna launch a new thing, people could be you know, could be influx of demand after they launch the stock. I think I think so, right? I think th- this is maybe a, a dislocation from at least for gaming, where you know we we know there's going to be a product. Of course, whether it's actually successful is a mm. different story, right? But but they have tended to do quite well with with new products like Apple with, with their new soon, phone launches. Apple so, is next week. You know if if the <laughs> yeah Apple is next week, right? So so if if your prices are going down, uh, if stock price is going down, but you you know that you kind of have this catalyst mm. on the way that might be, uh, and and you think that the the catalyst and the new product will be a success, you know. That's probably a dislocation or an inefficiency that you, you can think about taking advantage of, gotcha. right? Um, th- and then I think add more more green shoots, you know, or, or more I guess hopium <laughs> for me um, as a shareholder is is really that you know, when when they were talking when management was talking about um, data centers and, and data centers looked good, right? It was up sixty one percent, but uh, they said actually you know what this sixty one percent was impaired by mm. supply chain issues. Right. So so essentially they doubled year and year in North America, but because of you know China's slowdown, um Chinese data centers have just kind of stopped building because of you know um supply chain issues in, in getting chips to data centers and, and being able to complete data centers. That sixty one percent was actually af- affected and by the end of the year they are ho- hoping for growth back to historical trend, which is like eighty mm. plus percent. Right. So so that there and this is off a much higher base, right? At, at exactly. three plus billion. So, so it's going to be good, you know. Um, if if that turns out well, or even if supply chain issues don't clear up and, and we wait for China till Q one next year, mm. that's all right, you know. It's 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 not that long yeah. a way to wait for. And so you think, you know, in terms of of the technicals, it's all it's all um, 
in terms of support and all these things, these are good. These are good indicators that you're that you're seeing in in your uh, analysis. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think you know fundamentals because we have new products coming up. Um, even, even they have new data center mm. chips coming up, which have quite a big impact on on AI computation. You know, I, I think there is reason for optimism. Maybe next year, right? And because of how the market has been acting, because there has been a lot of um, focus on their recent earnings, you know. The, the stock prices have been doing great, right? So, so I think where, where you know, my, my thesis, if you can cover that, is look, there's going to be quite a few catalysts coming up end of the year, next year. We'll hear the news then, but at this stage, you know, everybody's focusing on the bad yeah. news now, right? So there, there is a bit of dislocation if we want to buy it, you know, if you're a believer in fundamentals, this might be a good time because not everything's priced in, in that sense, right? Um, and and you are you are just kind of taking advantage of that inefficiency. Um, on the more technical side, you know, if if you want to look at charts and, and draw lines <laughs> on charts, the, the current price, I think it's still current. I, I don't know if if it's current anymore. <laughs> the market opened fifteen minutes ago, but yeah, you know, it, it's it's a, a relatively strong support level in that sense. So if, if it breaks down. So so you you could buy a bit here, but I think I would be hoping for a break down from here to to about 140, 120, which is where their next support will be, and you know that that will probably be the time to buy. So in the last fifteen minutes, actually, it's dropped from one fifty nine to one. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I I would. I mean, if if yeah. I mean, you you can probably buy if you're a long term shareholder, but if you want to look at technicals, you know, there, there's probably a bit more it can drop if it if this support fails to hold, right? So so buy a bit now, hope it drops further, buy more mm. later. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, I like it. Awesome. Well, technically, when our when our coconuts are listening to to this, it w- the day would be over for yes. for this market. It's fine. It's fine. Let's see whether today, we come it, out it, true. It doesn't look yeah, too volatile yeah, this today. I think we, we are not in the day of like ten percent down and ten percent up. Right. So and, yeah. and, and yeah. man, what it and day Nvidia is huge. Was. So you know, they are unlikely to go 10 percent down and up a day, unlike stupid things like Autonomo, which uh, is terrible, or a bit above and beyond, right? Which is the, the new meme stock. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they don't, 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 don't that the meme stocks and all. <laughs> uh, speaking of like just random stuff, did you hear about the Netflix thing? I think everyone's heard about that, right? Yes. The, uh, the yeah, new yeah. ad tier. I mean, I don't know. Are you going to subscribe for that? Yeah. Etia is $6 or something. Uh, I think, yeah, 6 7 I, they, they, it's, it's all rumors at this stage, right? They haven't actually announced anything or wrote it up. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a Bloomberg report that, that did it, right? I um, I mean, no. So, you, but you, what is it? You pay $7 or $9 according to the Bloomberg ad, and then you... um you can watch Netflix as opposed to the $16 yep. that you pay, right? Yeah, and I think it's, what, four, five minutes of ads per hour? So it's not that bad. It's actually quite a lot. Okay, okay less than yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I think it's less than YouTube. And and if we recall back <laughs> to our childhood days of like, okay, no, maybe not you, but like, I remember watching 7pm, you know, Channel 8 drama, right? And they would show three mm. minutes of ad every 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, and, and yeah, yeah, that's 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 in the UK as well. I know they do that. Yeah, on like exactly, 4. right. Um, or like when we when we growing up, we watching like say Friends, yeah. for example, right on one of the TV things, and twenty minutes was the Friends thing, and ten minutes worth of ads. So it's one is to yeah. So so it's like things. every hour has twenty um, minutes of ads. Yeah. Now they are giving you four. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe they can get back some no, of the subscribers. I, I, I think that, <laughs> that's kind of the plan, right? You know, they, they charge you six bucks and they hope to get 10 from the advertisers. So so it still makes up 16 and, and everybody's mm. happy. Um, but they get more subscribers. So, yep. so you know, that, that's a win for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. No, I just, just thought we should chat about it since it, it did pop up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think last, last but not least, uh, you talked a little bit about data center chips with NVIDIA. Let's talk a little bit in terms of data centers yes. itself, right? Um, tell, tell us a bit more. Do you think this is the next big growth industry slash phase? Slash I, I don't know, do right? I, I mean, you know, every time, and, and we, we are kind of guilty of this as well. well. I am kind of guilty of this as well. Every time, you know, there's this hot new industry, you know, people go, oh yeah, but we, we don't want to bet on the winner in the industry. We want to, we want to buy the people that provide the picks and shovels. Right, um, so so from the gold mining, mm. and, and this is kind of a metaphor from the gold mining era, where you you don't want to actually mine for the gold yourself. You want to sell people. You want to sell miners picks and shovels because that's consistent steady money, right? And and in the context of you know mm. this whole big transition to cloud, where, where you know, data centers are a key component because you know at the end of the day, that's you know whether it's I mean, historically, it used to be private cloud. So, so people had their own data centers or, or very small servers in their offices. Mm. But now mm. with public cloud, you know, and, and all these hyperscalers coming up, there there is and just generally more and more data being consumed and, and created and computed upon, you know, data centers are becoming more and more key, right? And and there's a greater need for it. So, so you know, that's the, the picks and shovels of, of this cloud transition. Um, and you know we, we have seen this kind of in, in Singapore with things like Capo DC Read and in in twenty twenty mm-hmm. I think um in, in the height of COVID they they their stock price spiked you know, for for a read right they, it went up like thirty forty percent which is insane and and they were oh, at like wow. you know, two two plus three times price to book um for whatever reason I I don't know but you know, the the market just kind of saw data centers as oh you know this Jeez. is a fix shovel slay we are, we are going to pump it up and it went and and, and whoever bought there is probably crying now because it's down 40-50% which is also crazy for a read right mm-hmm. so you know I, I think that I, and that's kind of why I was thinking about data centers Um, you know it, it's a fix and shovel slay people like it you know it's 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 still kind of, you know, at, in, in the real world, it, it can, if you're in a read, it provides very stable income with some room for growth. But I think what, what kind of triggered or what kind of clicked was, I think in, in the news the past week or, or probably two weeks before was Jim Channels, who's this legendary short seller. He shorted Enron, he shorted Wirecard, you know, um, he, he shorted Tesla and lost, but he's one of, he's like the, the Warren Buffett of shorting stocks, right? He said, I'm short data centers. Right. You know, I don't believe there's a future in data centers. Right. And that was interesting to me. Hmm. Interesting. So when it comes to, to like yep. the, the risk, all right, or 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 the, even the reward of, of data centers, right? Um, what happens if you go for these picks and serve shovels, right? What is a what's the bull case? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the bull case is this, right? At the end of the day, data centers are really you can think about it kind of like a shopping mall in, in a sense, right? They they build a data center, you you lease mm. it out to you lease parts of a data center, which are really server farms to, to people who, who need it. Right? That's it. You know? Um so so it's still that mm-hmm. kind of income play, right? You are maybe if the world is really, really short of data centers, you get to increase your rent. 
and but maybe not, you know. So so I think the, the, the market dynamics because it's confidential and all that. I don't think we are going to be sure. Yeah, and, and everybody's centers, building right? data centers now, right? So <laughs> so that's that's going to be the next yeah. concern. But yeah, I mean, it it could be a very stable income play. You know? mm, okay, so it, it is, is an income play. I think it it's not one of those things where you get forty percent growth a year. But slowly yet surely you win the race. Yeah, up. I mean, you you are you are going to provide a service that that the world will need lah. Although Jim Channels thinks that you won't need it, that's why he's short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Okay, and and well, uh, in terms of you know mm-hmm. the risks that come with this with with an investment, like what where, where do you think this this industry is going? That that's that that's kind of why you know he he's shorted it, and and that's his bad case, right? He, his view is that look, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk about the, the cloud transition. What we are talking about really is a, a transition to the public cloud, which is you know your your AWS, your Azure, Microsoft Azure, your Google Cloud, uh, and mm. these so, so these three companies are largely the hyperscalers, and these companies are building their own data centers, right? So they are not going out to some random data center and and leasing it in in a co location model. They are building their own. Um, they have state of the art. They are getting more and more expertise in building it themselves and and I kind of know this because I did interview with AWS for one of their, their data center positions many many years back um yeah and, and I was like oh the pay too low I don't want but anyway um you know it's... <laughs> I don't think they would pay that long yeah, they very they very well um, <laughs> yeah. I mean okay they do but you know not not super well you could make more money elsewhere no so problem. so yeah it, it was kind of interesting and, and I think th- this is really and whether the bull or bear wins out, it's it's really back to the age old question of, you know, if you're a big company and you need something, do you insource or outsource, right? Do you do you go out and, and find a mm. ready built data center or, or find a third party to build it for you and, and pay them that fee to, to manage it? Or do you build your own data center yourself and, and manage it yourself? You know, if you are Amazon or Microsoft or, or Google, yeah. I think that really is or even Meta, right? <laughs> because they have their own data centers. That that really is the key question. And, you know, I, I don't think there's any evidence that James Channels is right and and that you know, all these hyperscalers will stop using third-party providers. I think th- that will always be the case just because there's so much demand, right? We were talking about NVIDIA and, you know, just the chips they put in the data centers growing 60% year on year and they're saying, this is, this is a slowdown, this is terrible. You know, we, we could, there, there should be more, there are right. more data centers coming out online that will be built. So, you know, it can't all be done just by um the, the, the three big tech companies because they, as much capacity and as much cash as they have, mm. they won't do it. And at the end of the day, you know, building these things are really a, it's really a cost to them. It's it's not it's it's cost of goods sold, right? It's building an infrastructure. It's not really revenue generating. So they might they they should be using that cash actually to to do something to earn more money rather than just kind of building out the infrastructure for themselves. So yeah, I, I think like private data centers are, are here to stay. And since you mentioned that you know those three those three big companies are like AWS, Google. Um, Microsoft, third one, Azure, of course. Yes. How can I? How can <laughs> yeah. I forget Microsoft? Um, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> building up, um, you know, data centers and so on. At the moment, I do understand there's a little mm. bit of a shortage. Right, they're trying to build more data centers. They're trying to get more um, effective infrastructure yep. in. Do you see this as a bit like a semiconductor, where you know how last year we talked about there was a bit of a shortage, and then suddenly now there's a surplus. Um, do you see that with with data centers as well? Sooner or later, there will be right. Um, you know, and and this, I mean, we we like 
not not really like, but you you kind of always see cycles occurring, right? Whether whether it's commodities with your oil rush, mm. you know that, that we have talked about previously. Whether it's semis, which also has a bit of a cycle, or you know, I, I don't think a provision of of a service like this is is kind of immune from a cycle. Just that for maybe the the short term, the next two to three years, that's not going to happen, right? Because this shift to cloud is it, still going on. It's, it's still a strong trend, right? It, it's it's a secular trend that went a bit, but once it does, and, and once we, ha- we have reached like 60, 70% penetration, you know, that might be the time to start thinking of, yeah. oh, wait a minute, do we really need more data centers, right? Um, or, or, you know, Google and Amazon are really so, go- so good at building it then and they go, oh yeah, whatever, I can build it faster, cheaper. You know, why, why do I ever want to use you guys, right? And, and that's, and, and if knowing Amazon, they might become a data center builder themselves. They, they're just, they, they just build it themselves yeah. and, and, and lease it off, right? Wouldn't put it past them. So, you know, th- there will come an inflection point um, for, for this and where it will be seen as a commodity, you know, and, and therefore it's really just a stable income play that, that you should be paying very close to book value for if, if you are buying a data center read, but probably not at this stage. Mm, got it, got it. Cool. And, and, you know, I think the last question, most important one is for those that want to go into this data center play, right, and, and try to make some, some moolahs out of this, what do you recommend? Is it buying Microsoft? Is it buying AWS, Amazon, sorry. Is it buying, um, you know, Google? Or how would you, how would you say we can play this? Oh, this. So I, I think it really depends on, on what type of risk you want to take, right? You know, you, you could really go for the slow, stable income play and, and buy a data center read, right? So that's like Capo DC read. Um, mm. Increasingly, a lot of industrial reads in Singapore are also putting one or two data centers inside for whatever reason, um, because it's hot and, and, you know, it can boost their share price, but you know, it's kind of silly. Um, that there's US companies okay. like Equinix, um, dig- Digital Realty, which are, are also kind of data center focused. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like companies focused on building and, and operating data centers. So these to me would be like, mm. you know, your lowest returns type of, and lowest growth type of companies, right? Maybe not lowest risk, because if there's a glut and they, they will also die tremendously, but yeah, probably lowest, um, yeah, probably lowest returns. And and then you you go up the chain, right? You can go to like Microsoft, Amazon. They they'll be your first layer of, of cloud service providers, which are growing at steady 40, 40 percent. Cloud businesses they are really huge, and you know I think that that's probably sustainable for a bit. And, and, you know, I think, and as we were talking about with Google right now, right, you know, th- these companies are big, but their share prices have been hit. So maybe it's growth at a reasonable price. Yes. Right. And and then further out the risk spectrum, you know, I think the, the transition to cloud really brings with it a lot of different services, right? So, you know, um, Amazon AWS started off with like infrastructure as a service, right? You, you just provide a cloud service. Um, Microsoft is slowly but surely moving towards platform as a service. So they, they sell you apps on top of their cloud service. And now there's going, there's just tons of competing apps that everybody wants to sell on cloud, right? Whether that's, you know, CrowdStrike with endpoint detection, Snowflake with like data warehousing and, you know, data compute. Datadog, which is also kind of like data warehousing and data compute, and it's a super cute name, so I like it. You know, yeah. so so there, there's all these <laughs> there, there's all these younger, smaller companies that might win the the 
the and, and you know that that might capture a lot of value of the transition to cloud in in future right and these are companies growing at 60 70 80 percent a year you know they, they are going to be your new growth companies in, in that sense right and that's really way out in, in terms of the risk gotcha. curve so i think it really depends on i mean that the cloud transition will, will take you know a lot of the economy it really depends on the type of risk you want to take and and that kind of determines the the mm. area of the the cloud economy you want to invest in gotcha gotcha interesting awesome and thanks for that it's uh i think it's very well for me at least it was very enlightening just learning a bit more how to get into this i do see a demand which is why you know i let off a lot of with google and i do yeah. see that growth there um but there's so many other players in there and i think it was nice to know about that read with yes. Apple DC read right although technically with the ups and downs with that one no, it's I mean, read, right? it, it's, <laughs> and, and that's why i i i was very hesitant to say it, it's low risk right because it it, it got pumped up mm. so high that if you bought at that price, it was super high risk, you know? And and even though it's mm. come down now, it's still at, um, trading at a 40% premium to book value, which is maybe one oh, of the, wow. the, the bigger metrics you want to look at for, for REITs, you know? And, and if you wonder why, listen to our Stock Kika episode on REITs. But at, at the end of the day, I, I think, and, and that's why, you know, to to me, it is risky, right? Because they 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 probably have you know very stable occupancy. They they'll probably generate you know slowly increasing revenues for the next five years. But if your multiple mm. re rates from one point four to one point two, you you are twenty percent down. You know, your your five years of dividends barely covers that. So what's the point, <laughs> right? You 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 want you want to you want a share price right. that doesn't move, and, and that's where your dividends gives you returns. Or you want a share price that increases, and, and that's where your dividends gives you returns. So yep. yeah, it, it's it's and that's why to me, you know, it, it's still slightly risky. Gotcha. But yeah, fun gotcha. times. I, I like thinking about the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, I think it's a good, good, good angle. And actually, this today's all three topics yes. had some sort of theme with regard to this. So that was that was Hello. pretty cool. We are getting back to team episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Happy accident or actually planned? We'll leave yes. you with that thought. Definitely not this. pumping my back. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you I next week. You. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback, so share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.